I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything, yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, well, buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like, how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's, it's so real to this day. I, I I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? (laughs) We did it guys. The one that came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Hello, my name is Demetrius. This is Jason. Hey, everyone. And you are listening to Spaces Podcasts Express. Thank you for coming back, everybody. Jason, we have a guest joining us today. Uh, she is the CEO of a company called Nine Dot Arts. It's a very uh, interesting business structure or, or uh, kind of business in general. Uh, so I won't jump into it because I'm going to butcher it if I try to describe it. So I will throw it to her. Um, so please help me welcome the CEO of Nine Dot Arts. Martha Weidman. Martha, thank you for joining us. Hi, Demetrius and Jason. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we're, we're happy to have you. Um, so we had a brief chat before we got on this call today. Um, so I have a little bit of an understanding of what you what you do with Nine Dot Arts, but can you give our listeners and Jason a little insight into Nine Dot Arts? Of course. So Nine Dot Arts is a consulting and curating company, and we work with real estate developers from multifamily housing to hospitality, healthcare, and even large-scale master plan developments to help them bring art experiences to their projects. So you guys, you curate all the artists and you basically have a database, for lack of a better word, of artists um, and you basically pull and connect them with people that are working on new 
new buildings and communities and projects like that, right? Correct. So the artists that we work with are all over the world, and our projects are based in 35 states and four different countries. So anytime we're beginning a project, we go through a visioning stage, a visioning session, and from that visioning session, we're able to define the brand narrative, the project vision, and we work to align the project vision with artists and artworks that are going to enhance the experience of the project and at the end of the day, bring value to, to the asset that's being built. So you're sitting down to do that vision with the uh, building owner or the designer or both? <laughs> So typically, it's everyone in the same room together. Contractually, we're hired by the developer, and we are working hand in glove with the architecture and design team. It's really important that we're collaborative from an early stage because the work that we're installing can be landmark scale, meaning, you know, five to six stories high. And in those instances, a simple mural is something that doesn't really affect the building uh, too much architecturally or structurally, but some of our installations are three or four stories high and they're sculptural. So, you know, we're talking about getting involved in, you know, at 60% SD so that we're understanding traffic patterns, flow throughout the space, and especially before construction documents are finalized because we're integrating structural installations, we're looking at the RCPs, getting all the electrical in place to make sure that the artwork is lit properly. And of course, some of our installations, the more immersive ones, uh, light up themselves. So, you know, we have to wire at times. We've, you know, had to gas pipe in for installations that included fire. We've had to have water lines for things that included water. So the whole gamut is really within our scope and wheelhouse as long as it uh, has to do with art. These projects are super cool, by the way. Oh, thanks. Like, super cool. What are you looking at right now? I, I mean, I'm just kind of scrolling through a little bit of what you guys have. I mean, your Denver Theater District. Oh, um, yeah. Are you Dairy, looking at... Dairy Block Alley is super cool, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, just... And then I've seen some of the, the size and scope. Well, one of the pictures I saw is I'm obviously craning in what looks like a, a stone piece. Um, which is only, I'm assuming, a small part of the entire um, sculpture. But I mean, it's 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 highly impactful. Very cool. So we're not talking about the picture of the kitten, the hanging there kitty picture being hung on the wall. <laughs> this is like no, real, no. This is real art. We have a word for those. We call them successories. Successories. <laughs> I think that was a company at one point, actually. Yeah. It was like motivational, exactly. stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. How funny. It's very funny. Uh, so what what tends uh, what tends to be sort of the sticking point or complicated part of what you do as as a uh, as a company? Well, the most important part of what we do is that early stage visioning, and getting involved at that starting point is so critical to developing that brand experience that will come to life through the, the entire you know, scope of the project. So for example, at the Dairy Block, the early stage vision included the story of the maker. 
And so throughout that space, you're working with local artists, local craftsmen, and that iconic hand image that you see when you walk into the Maven Hotel is there to represent, you know, obviously an open, welcoming hand. It's also upcycled material, upcycled wood pieces. And that upcycled wood is showing the creativity of your thought process, of the artist's thought process. And then... Uh, finally, it's the image of the hand itself is representing craftsmanship and the hand of the maker, right? It's a handmade object. So that story that was conceived, you know, three to four years prior to the opening of the project led to that particular commission being fabricated by a local artist, Andrew Tirado, who is a professor of woodworking sculptor from UCCS that we paired for the project. Yeah. And then you talked a little bit about sort of, you know, coordinating with the design and and what that art can bring. Can you talk a little bit more um, in detail about how you have seen the art impact a space? Um, you mentioned sort of the health healthcare spaces, um, offices are I'm sure a big uh, big place to to in- introduce this art. Can you talk a little bit mm. about this? Yeah. So in terms of the impact on a space, I mean, art can increase asset valuation. It can lead to faster lease up cycles. You know, there are a multitude of ways to measure. Uh, We actually put together a study called State of the Art, where we surveyed 500 people from the commercial real estate industry, including architects, designers, developers, CEOs, executives who were trying to attract people to their office buildings and their sites. And through that survey, two-thirds of the people responded that they are certain that art adds enough value to pay for itself. And they've noted that art has a critical role in memorable places. And that's what I think is really critical. The building is going to provide a a certain amount of experiential elements and then the art is there to just add that extra right add that extra layer for someone who's going to uh, it's going to stick in their mind they're going to tell their friends they're going to bring people back and it's going to become this like stickiness of an attractive place that people want to be a part of i think that memorable is the biggest piece, right? So, I mean, when you look at any kind, of, you know, do even just residential projects and stuff like that, when they're when you're doing a model home and those types of things, which is a little bit tighter to what we do, right? Um, it's always about what's somebody going to walk away from in that home remembering. Is it the kitchen? Is it the master? Is it you know whatever those types of things are? But then when you do it on a project scale, you know what I mean? It's like, man, that was so cool. You know, I remember what that was like seeing that 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 hand piece that, that you're mentioning here on the website like I would totally see that hanging and just be like holy you know what I mean like you would just stick yeah um, and then hopefully you would get that attractiveness back right because that's what people remember in their mind when they have to go do whatever I mean it's super cool when you're working on a neighborhood scale you know in a residential neighborhood a lot of times we're thinking about planning out art as an experience of arrival so when you arrive in a neighborhood how do you know that you're there and landmark installations can help with that. You asked Demetrius, what are some of the more complex or challenging installations that we've done? Uh, one was in 
the center of a roundabout. And again, this is why early stage involvement is so important. In that early stage, the uh, we found through working with the landscape architecture and the urban planning team, there was a water main right underneath the location for a 30-foot sculpture. And so we had a caisson that was planned to go down and would have, would have gone <laughs> right through that, through that water main. So that was a really difficult situation because we had to structurally re-engineer uh, structurally re-engineer to accommodate the wind load uh, by basically diffusing uh, the pore pad for that so that we didn't go straight down and, and through the water main. As a business, are you guys doing a lot of that coordination or is it the artists or both? So we coordinate on the project level. So you would think of us like your, we're like your design build team for artwork. And then we coordinate through the artists. So we might have multiple artists on one project. For example, we could have as many as 1300 art locations or, you know, five, six or seven massive scale sculptures. And our role is to take on, you know, we take on that risk and that responsibility for the developer to put together the plans and get stamped drawings, oversee the fabrication, the installation. And not only are we taking it through that stage, which is very technical, uh, but we also will go through the engagement stage, which involves marketing and PR, telling the story about the artists who are involved. How did, how did this concept come to mind for you? Like, I don't know if this is the normal way that you, you see, I mean, what is it? Is it in Chicago or wherever we have like the bowl, you know, out front, you know, those types of things. Is it a big company that usually brings together a lot of different artists like this? Is it a little bit newer concept with which you guys are, are doing this? Like if you, if you don't mind giving a little bit of that layout. So the lay of the land in our space is most of the people who are like us, our consultants are one or two person shops. So across America, you'll see a very uh, fragmented industry and it's based on sole proprietorships. Gotcha. And there are a lot of very, very good people doing this type of work. The difference uh, between Nine Dot Arts and the sole proprietorship groups is, is scale. So we have uh, 15 people here, we'll be close to 20 in the next 18 months. And that enables us to work on multiple massive scale projects at the same time. It actually takes a great amount of work to be able to put together a million dollar art collection and handle those massive scale landmark installations and the smaller you know, more approachable works and being able to handle the spectrum of that uh, is a very refined skill that, you know, we've spent 15 years developing a staff who can do it. So it's been an exciting niche to be a part of the, the next larger companies that you see in our field are, you know, 50 people, uh, 60, 70 people. And that next level is posters and reproductions so they're print print shops or print houses and uh, there that's a completely different model um, than our model which is working with living working artists and you know and paying them for their work as opposed to paying like a small one-time fee and then reproducing it a thousand times very cool how does the 
pairing process work with artists? Is that, does the designer or developer have, um, get to choose or is they, is that just based on the conversation that you have and then they, you guys pick? So we provide options, but one of the reasons that you're hiring us is to put together a portfolio of things that fit the narrative you're looking for, fit the narrative, the budget, and the approach. So we will show the architecture, design, and development team, typically a multiplier of three to five more artists than are needed for the location. So if it's one location, you might see three to five options. We can go deeper if you like, but the thing to remember is that our team, we have researchers on staff finding the next wave of emerging talent in art in almost every city in the US. So one of the things that we bring to the table is a highly researched and structured approach I can tell you, you know, one of the things that most people enjoy us taking off of their plate is going through all of the entries and going through all of the submissions. If you've ever been a part of a public art process or a public art call for entry, everyone who's on the jury has to go through all of the submissions. And, you know, by the time you've seen image 1700, you're kind of toast. (laughs) You know, so so a lot of times people hire us for our ability to streamline the effort. That's awesome. I, I didn't get to ask the question. I don't know if it was explained. What's in the name? Nine Dot. It's very unique. Yeah, the name Nine Dot Arts comes from the Nine Dot Brain Teaser Puzzle. The Nine Dot Brain Teaser Puzzle is nine dots. Imagine them in a grid. The only way to solve the puzzle is to connect all nine of the dots with four straight lines without picking your pen up off of the paper. Hmm. And the only way to solve the nine dot puzzle is to think outside the box. Oh, And that's a good summary of our approach. Yeah, great. I love that. Very cool. So you mentioned that you guys um, are scoping out talent. Uh, in every state pretty much. Are you guys servicing all states, all locations? Yeah, so our portfolio includes projects in 35 different states and four different countries. And then the the artists we work with, you know, the countries are, it's more like 15, 15, 16. I always like to to talk about it though from where our clients are based. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. I, I imagine some of our listeners that are on the development side probably would want to reach out to you. What would be the best way, website, social media? Yeah, the best way to get in touch is through our uh, our Let's Talk email address. So that's Let's Talk at n i n e d o t a r t s dot com. So Let's Talk at nine dot arts dot com, all spelled out. And then do you guys have a social media that people can check out? Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, LinkedIn actually is a great spot too. We just posted uh, a story the other day of, it's a 10 minute review of how 
art can add value to your real estate. So I'd highly encourage you to check that out. And um, that's on our LinkedIn page at nine dot arts. Again, all spelled out N I N E D O T A R T S. Cool. I just followed it. Nine dot arts dot nine dot design. There's two different ones. Nine, nine dot, dot arts. arts. Yep. Cool. And can I, can I make another a pitch too? Yeah. yeah. Since yeah. you guys are on the West coast, right? Yeah. Yeah. So our business is growing the fastest right now in the West Coast. It's over, it's about 60 to 70% of our pipeline and uh, about 30% of the one business this year and the, and the largest portion of our, of our future pipeline. So we are hiring uh, talent in the, we're looking for people who actually are in the architecture design and construction field to, and even in real estate development. So if you have uh, an appreciation for art, uh, but a training in architecture, design, real estate, um, construction, we'd love to hear from you on our website, 9.arts.com backslash jobs. We have postings and we'll continue to keep that updated. Um, but we'd, we'd love to, uh, we'd love to hear from you if you're interested in looking for a career change and, um, we're excited about the work that's happening on the West coast. Thank you so much, Martha. Uh, thanks again, Jason. Thank you to the listeners for listening. We will talk again on Tuesday. Thanks. Thank you. This show is part of the Gable Media Network. You can check out similar content at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L media.com. You can help support what we're doing here by leaving a five-star rating and a review on your preferred podcasting app. It helps others find us, and your support is the only way that this show grows. And don't forget to connect with us through our Facebook community, Instagram, and see the random thoughts and articles that we share on Twitter and LinkedIn. Thank you again for spending some time with us. Talk soon. Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host Patrick McLaney, FAIA former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise. From 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. 
you know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm.